Welcome to another episode of the Elite Selling Podcast. We are your hosts, Frankie and Griffin. Today, special episode, we are breaking down productivity in 2023. What does it mean to be a productive sales rep or a sales leader for that matter in 2023? There are so many distractions, so many different avenues and paths that we can go down as sales reps and traps that we can fall into as sales reps. Frankie and I both know it. We decided to sit down and outline what are the things that we can control on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly basis that have consistently led to success from some of the sales leaders and reps that we've talked to. So Frankie and I wanted to break down productivity, what that means today, and would love your feedback, listeners, as we break these down. Here we go. Frankie, here we are. It's Tuesday, August 29th, and we are talking productivity. How are you doing, sir? Doing great. Excited for this. Yeah. Well, let's, well before we jump in, uh, I, both you and I have our own opinions, experiences with productivity. Before we were jumping on the episode, you mentioned you had a story around you know productivity in your past life. Let, let me hear about it, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, when I first got into sales, I was doing field sales at Cisco. And when I moved out to the territory, I was covering Colorado and Wyoming and coming from the East Coast. I didn't realize how big the states were out in the Midwest. So I had like 2000 plus miles that I could drive to at any given time. And I remember being handed my territory and saying, hey, go be successful and go, go hit your number. And that was pretty much the extent of it. I'm being a little a little hyperbolic, but I just remember like one in particular trip I was driving and I went all the way from Colorado Springs, which is like very Southern in Colorado. And then all the way up to Sheridan, Wyoming, which is very Northern in Wyoming. And I did over 2000 miles driving around all over, just taking meetings with anybody that would have a meeting with me. And I wasted a ton of time. I thought I was being productive because people were taking meetings with me. But what I'm excited about that you and I have prepped for this conversation is what I could have told my younger self of, hey, just because somebody wants a meeting with you doesn't mean it's going to be productive or it's going to yield the biggest return. I was meeting with managers. I was meeting with associates in these companies. I was bringing people coffee and stuff like that. And, you know, you need to do that to a certain extent, but that's not how you close big deals, especially in the enterprise. So just reflecting on this as you were doing your intro, that story popped into my mind. So I'm hopeful that we're, we're able to give some value to the listeners here and break down some ways that I could have avoided driving all across the, the Midwest between Colorado and Wyoming aimlessly. Well, I'm sure you got some good ideas for some podcasts on the, on those drives with that windshield time, dude, but no, I totally get it. And, and again, before we jump in, it's like, I, I had the same deal at Barracuda, my first company, I would go meet with anybody and everybody that would take a meeting with me. And yeah, obviously you want to get in the field and you want to meet those folks, but are they the right people? Can they get a deal done? Can they get, can they even influence, can they, or, or shed some light on a purchase? Like at the beginning, okay, take those meetings, but you have to understand and be selective about who you spend your time with as a rep. So that's what we want to focus on in today's episode is controlling the things that you can control as a rep, not to get too distracted. What 
traps to avoid falling into. So with that, I know Frankie, we had kind of put down a list of our top, let's call them KPIs. I've heard them referred to as high value activities for a rep, like the things that you can control on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Why don't you kick us off with number one, which I think is the most important. Yeah, let's do it. This one is tricky because it's it's one that's the most important, like you said, but also a lot of reps can get caught in spending way too much time on this, actually like analysis paralysis. So I wanna just lead with that and I'd love to hear what your thoughts on how to overcome that. But the first step or first KPI or revenue generating activity you should focus on is planning. And the planning phase is all around, like, yeah. like we just talked about, how do you avoid spending time with, with customers that aren't going to buy? How do you focus on the customers that have a problem that you can go solve that are in your uh, ideal customer profile that fit your industry that you should be selling to? Um, pick your accounts there. And then the second piece is who within those accounts should you be talking to? Director Plus, are they in the right personas? Uh, are they people that are change agents within your prospective or client accounts? And figuring out what your game plan is is every single day, every single week, every single quarter, every single year, so that you're not doing what Griff and I just talked about, driving around, calling anybody, taking meetings just to take meetings, but you go in with precision, you go in with, with accuracy, you go in with the point of view. So that's step one. You got anything to add to that, Griff? Yeah, I mean, to, to your point, the most important thing you can do as a rep is prioritize the right prospects, prioritize the right accounts. There's nothing worse than an elite seller spending time with an account that will never buy or an account that has no potential spend. So it, I'm thinking about a good friend of ours, Justin Hastings, who, uh, shout out Justin. Th this was great at the beginning of one fiscal year, he had a handful of accounts to go after some pretty good accounts, but he told our leadership basically, look, I'm going after one account and one account only. So you, I don't care what you do with the rest of these accounts. I'm going after one because this has the potential to be the massive deal quota buster account. And I don't see that potential in any of those accounts. So I'm going after this account. Rest assured, dude closed one of the biggest deals in company history, smashed his quota. So again, shout out to Justin, but that level of precision and understanding which accounts to go after. So number one, know which accounts you're gonna go after. Once you've planned that out, that's the first piece, but then it's, okay, are you blocking time on your calendar and being prepared? You cannot be productive if you are letting others dictate your schedule and your priorities. So Frankie and I, I know we've gotten in the habit of blocking off time for outbound pipeline generation at the beginning of the day. You're crafting your message of, okay, once you've outlined who you're targeting within that account, You've crafted your message the night before and you've picked the list of 10 to 15 to 20, however many you want to prospects the night before. John Kaplan refers to that as uh, Navy SEAL selling. You know exactly who you're going to reach out to. You're setting yourself up for success rather than wasting the first hour or two of the day crafting your message. Okay, who can I send this to? You've crafted that the night before and you're prepared. Um, and then again, going back into planning, it's outlining five to 10 objectives for that day, whether you're writing it in a Google doc on a piece of paper on a sticky sheet, five to 10 objectives for the day that require no lift or any sort of intervention from anyone else. 
they are five to 10 things that you as a rep or you as a leader can do that don't require any help from anyone else. And if you do those five to 10 things, you've had a successful day. So make sure you're clear in writing those out. Uh, but all of that is under the umbrella of planning and preparation, which will lead to productivity. So yeah, I mean, sales is all about, we all want to hit the quota. We all want to close the deal, but it's all about having productive days and stacking those days every single day. And it's really, that's what it comes down to. So I like that you said the five objectives, that's, that's the key. All right. So once we've, we've got our plan, we have our accounts, we know who we're prioritizing. We know who's who in the zoo. What is it's our, it's our favorite step. What's what's step two. Outbound PG. PG baby. Operation. Pipeline is life. Pipeline is king. I'm sure. Pipeline. You've never heard that before. <laughs> Pipeline solves all problems. Have you heard yeah, that? Exactly. One? Have you heard that before? Well, so, so what activities like where have you seen yeah, the most? I have a, yeah, sorry, I keep cutting you off. I have a uh, 10 by 10 by 10 or five by five by five. You can break it out, scale it up, scale it down, however you want to, but it's, it's 10 emails, 10 phone calls and 10 LinkedIn messages every single day. And you can get away with doing that little activity. If you want to call it that, as long as you're doing it every single day, because then that's 50 messages a week. And then that adds up over time. But the biggest challenge that people have is that they don't, they don't follow up with it. A lot of people will just, you know, they'll go focus on closing deals. And I've been guilty of this too, where you have a bunch of pipeline, you just focus on closing that. And then you wake up when the quarter's over and all your deals are closed and you're not able to have more pipeline. You got to go do a bunch of call blocks. You got to go do a bunch of un uncommon activity. But if you could just make it, like Griff said, a part of your day where every single morning you're doing an hour to two hours of prospecting, you're never going to be scrambling for pipeline. You're always going to have a full pipe. So just keep it simple, but keep it consistent, which the consistency piece is the piece that people miss too often. Beautiful. Keep it simple. Keep it consistent. And at the end of the day, whatever you're going to find, whatever cadence and whatever rhythm works best for you as a rep. Those are the little things that add up over time, but ultimately as a team, you're being measured on the next piece of this, which is meetings booked. So this is something that Frankie and I track on a weekly basis. This is something that our company tracks. Frankie and I get to talk to sales leaders. They're constantly tracking. Okay. How successful are your outbound efforts? Are you booking meetings with your prospect or, you know, high priority accounts? So your prospecting, is that leading to meetings booked. So how many meetings have you booked for the future that week? So not meetings completed, which is another KPI we'll get into, but meetings booked that week. How many meetings did you book this week? That should be your number one focus is booking meetings, setting your future self up for success. And that will continue to lead to pipeline. So yep. once you've booked the meeting, we're looking for a couple different characteristics of what types of meetings. Uh, so that's number three. So Frankie, take us, take us to the next one. So number four is like Griff alluded to, uh, meetings completed. So these are meetings that are completed with director plus usually, um, there's always outliers, but focusing on those, the people in the right persona. So you don't want to just be meeting with, you know, for us with it people, if you're selling to salespeople, you got to be meeting with the right folks. And then you want to be meeting at the right level and then in the right ICP. So always focusing on not just having a meeting to have a meeting, but who's actually in that meeting. And then once it's completed, 
analyzing, can you actually go and convert that into pipeline, which leads us into the next step here. Yeah, so to your point, I think it's, you're trying to get in front of decision makers. Like, yes, if you have an individual contributor or somebody lower down on the food chain that is willing to take a meeting with you to give you some G2, some Intel, take those meetings, but your focus should be around booking and completing meetings with decision makers, potential champions, those folks that will be able to champion a purchase. That is the ultimate goal. Um, and in order to get to the purchase, in order to get to the champion, you have to find pain, no pain, no deal. So that is the next level of focus is, okay, total number of meetings. Once you've, you've gathered those, like Frankie mentioned, then it's okay of those total meetings, how many of those are tied to pain? How many of those meetings would you qualify as a discovery, discovery meeting where you are discovering potential pain that you can latch onto that's going to lead to a purchase. So that is the next measurement of success for a rep is those meetings tied to pain. And then Frankie, take it home. I would say before we move on real quick, the, the meetings tied to pain, another good side of, sign of a, of a well done meeting is pain, like you said, but also having a champion and then having a route to revenue, uh, something that you could get in the budget. And at where we work, we, we consider that a new business meeting because a new business meeting leads us into the final piece here, which is pipeline. So like we mentioned, you've got meetings completed, then you identify pain champion in revenue within the meetings. And then once you do that, you can then convert that into pipeline. And like we talked about this whole time, pipeline is crucial to being able to have a successful business. Um, and making sure that you're running a successful business that's, that's not fluctuating up and down based on not doing all the things that we talked about above. Yeah. So you just mentioned the last piece of it, which is more of a lagging indicator, but it is important to understand are your activities leading to the ultimate goal of pipeline, right? How much pipeline have you created, right? How many accounts have you touched that are leading to pipeline within those accounts? So yep. to wrap everything up, it's it always starts with planning and preparation. So once you've completed your planning and preparation, which is another, we could talk about at length, but once you've completed your level of planning and preparation, it's prospecting on a daily basis, meetings booked on a weekly basis, meetings completed on a weekly, monthly, quarterly basis, how many meetings are tied to pain, which is very important. And we're tracking those on a weekly, monthly, and quarterly basis and then pipeline creation on a quarterly basis. Now, this is specific to, I would say, mid-market and above, mid-market, enterprise, strategic, maybe even major sellers. I think for those SMB or even SDRs, you're gonna have a different set of KPIs. It's gonna be more heavily focused on outbound prospecting and um, volume, volume versus quality. So that is some of the consistent things that we've seen work well would love your feedback as listeners. And we're going to share this episode. We want this, you know, we, I don't know if there's a secret formula for success. I think Frankie and my goal for this episode was to just share what's worked for us and, and get our, our, our audience's feedback, because this is something that we want to continue to craft and evolve. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Get out there, go sell something. Good luck in 2023. Stay productive, team.